Well, this is a little bit different, isn't it? <laughs> and I'm going to do it a little bit differently. Um, normally, my, my speaking is, is usually um, at some of the retirement places. So, you know, they've warned me. Don't talk too long. We fall asleep. <laughs> so, um, but anyhow... Um, I wanted to talk today about <clears throat> something that I think is is difficult. It's difficult to do. And we have to, you know, if, if something's difficult to do, um, it seems like in the past month and a half, every vehicle that we have owned has had something go wrong with it, and it needed to be fixed. And it was difficult. My truck took 12 hours to do it. Thank the Lord for YouTube. <laughs> you know, <laughs> Going online to see. But when someone does something and shows you how to do it, doesn't it help when you have to do it? So today what I wanted to talk about was forgiveness. Mm. <laughs> I heard that. <laughs> mm. um, you know, true forgiveness is like one of the hardest things to do. You know. Too many times something happens and it tweaks us just a little bit. And we have a really hard time letting go of that, don't we? It's like something annoys us. Even if it's a little bug buzzing around your ear or a little piece of sand in your shoe that's right on that one spot on your toe that you just can't get rid of, right? Um but what is forgiveness about? What causes it? Anybody? What causes? What makes you not want to forgive someone? Because they've done something to you? They've embarrassed you? They've hurt your feelings? They've disappointed you? You know, jealousy, some kind of emotion has caused that. Um, here's what I want you to do. I want you to close your eyes. I want you to think of one person that you're having a hard time forgiving. It could be something. It could be something small. It could be something that you're holding on to like a pit bull and you're just not going to let go of it. Okay, you can open your eyes. I just, but, but, but think about that person. Now... <sighs> Here, here at church, we've we've been talking about prayer, and and how important prayer is. Could you put up the uh, the first verse up there, Christy? Um, Matthew six nine through fourteen. <clears throat> you know, the disciples ask Jesus. One of the things that they specifically ask him is, "How should we pray?" Now, if it is a direct question to Jesus, we must realize it is something extremely important. He showed them a lot of things, but that's one thing that and and we I learned, you know, in in our prayer seminar that we had that, you know, there are some people that you know said, I'm not sure how to pray. How should I pray? Do I pray in the old King James? <laughs> do I use that old English, you know, terminology? You know, how how do you, you know? Well, and and here's what Jesus said. He said, pray then in this way, 
Our Father who art in heaven, or who is in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And here's the verse that I want to talk about today. And forgive us our debts. Other versions use trespasses or whatever. As we also have forgiven our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. And added in there have been sometimes, for yours is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. And verse 14 says, For if you forgive others for their transgression, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. Okay, so forgiveness. Directly from the mouth of Jesus... He said, forgive those as, and your Father will forgive you. Now, in my mind that says, that that's an if, if you do this, God will do this. Which on the flip side means, if you don't do that, you have a problem. And I think, it, you know, at times we all do. Um... When we look at how we feel, you know, what's going through the world today is a feeling. It's a feeling of fear. It's a feeling of what's going to happen. You know, why in the world did all the toilet paper leave the shelves? You know, you know those kinds of things. I understand the hand sanitizer is like, but you know, you don't think. I, I mean, I don't know, but but it's a feeling, isn't it? Isn't fear a fear feeling? I mean, it, it can be caused by something, but it it is a feeling. And can we control it? Yes, we can. We can control our fears. We can control our anger. We can control all kinds of emotions. Um. So. In, in order to forgive or in order to receive true forgiveness from God, we have to forgive others. And we point that out, you know, or, as, you know, Bruce does, you know, when we have the Lord's Supper, you know, if don't don't just take it because everybody's taking it. If there's something that you need to deal with, that's OK. Let, let it pass and go take care of that. Um. Pull up the next verse, Matthew uh, 5, 44 and 45. But I say to you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you. So that you may be sons of the Father who is in heaven. For he causes the sun to rise on the evil and the good. And sends rain on the righteous and unrighteous. Doesn't he though? So... A lot of times when we don't want to forgive somebody, there's a reason. And usually that reason is we don't want to. For whatever purpose that serves us, we've decided I am not going to forgive them until they do this. Isn't that kind of interesting how we want to play the game of, well, I'm not going to forgive them until they tell me they're sorry for what they did. And God saying, unless you forgive them, you have a problem with me. Ooh. 
So God's putting it on us first. It's like, you forgive them. The first thing that we have to do in order to have true forgiveness is love. And we've been talking about this. We have shirts that we've done that says love God and love people. Now there's a verse in the Bible I would say most every one of you can recite by heart. And it's in the book of John and it's 3.16. Say it with me. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish but have eternal life. For God so loved the world. It was purely out of love that God has done everything that he has for us. Including sending his son to forgive us of our sins. Now any of you who have had children. Would you want to sacrifice if. You, I mean, I don't care if you have 12 children. <laughs> Would you offer them up as a sacrifice to be tortured for someone else? That's a hard one to swallow, isn't it? But God loved us that much. Um, another thing about not forgiving people is... When you hold a grudge against someone, do you realize that you're moving them to a place where you think they're maybe better than you? Well, they should forgive me first. And why should they? Um, Do you hold babies to the same standard that you hold adults? No, yes, no. Come on now, a little bit of interaction here. (laughs) But do we, you know, young children don't, you know, okay, you're trying to teach them, but don't you allow them to make mistakes and you forgive them, right? Why is that? Huh? You, You correct them because you love them and they haven't reached that level of maturity yet, have they? They don't understand that. Um, You know, babies, puppies, and kittens. See, got you to smile. (laughs) You know, ah, but the new little puppy, he piddles on the floor, and it's like, but you don't scream and holler and everything. You know, the adult dog does that. (laughs) You know, you shouldn't do that. Poor little dog, you know, gets fussed at. Um, but, But we do. We hold different standards. And so... When we are unforgiving to someone, we're putting them on a a level that we think, well, you should know better. How do you know that? You know, what is it that makes you think that they're supposed to know that? Um, So, in, in order to forgive people, you have to learn how to love them. It's easy to love puppies and kitties and babies, right? It's a lot harder to love adults because we start holding them to a standard that we think they should live up to of our standard. Second thing that we have to do 
is, and, and, and this is a good one. Can you pull up uh, Romans 12, Christy? We must bless and do good to people in order to forgive them. But if your enemy is hungry, feed him. And if he's thirsty, give him a drink. For in doing so, you will heap burning coals on his head. Now, that's my kind of forgiveness, right? <laughs> right? It's like, oh, if I do this part, I'm getting even. <laughs> right? Uh, okay. No. Um, that's really the wrong motivation for that, isn't it? We have to do it. We have to do it. The purpose of doing that is so we learn how to serve in humility. If we do good things for people we love and nice people, we feel it is justified, don't we? If we do things for people who we don't like, that takes a lot from us to do that, doesn't it? It is hard. It is hard to do something for someone who you don't respect, you don't like, you don't want to be around. Then the list goes on and on. But God says, if your enemy is hungry, feed him. If he's thirsty, give him something to drink. Now, to me, enemy means someone who is wanting to do you harm. You know, An enemy is someone who is willing to hurt you. But he's saying, if he's thirsty, give him something to drink. Feed him. You know. You may now heaping coals of fire on his head. You know, when things get really hot, do you tend to want to leave? You know, have you ever ever heard that that uh, saying of you know if it, it, get out of the kitchen if it's too hot? <laughs> you know, um, but but all of that is well maybe those heaping those coals of fire on his head is going to make your enemy move and either leave you alone or move to a better place. Move to a place where they're no longer your enemy. The third thing that you have to do is pray. Mark 11, 25 and 26. Whenever you stand praying, forgive. First thing is said there, forgive. If you have anything against anyone... So that your Father who is in heaven will also forgive you your transgressions. But if you do not forgive, neither will your Father who is in heaven forgive your transgressions. Isn't it interesting how God always puts in there, you're supposed to forgive and if you don't, I'm not going to forgive you. That should strike a chord in our heart that just makes us really unsettled. You know, the fear of the Lord, it's like that. that is, that is something that we go, okay, you know, when I want to hold on to being angry, I better let it go real quick because I, we don't want to mess with God. It has never turned out right for anyone to do that. Um, have you... Have you ever been in a situation where someone did something and maybe you did go through this this process or a process of forgiving them and you were able to talk to them and then you found out why 
they said what they did or they did what they did. You know, we don't know what is in the mind of another person. We don't necessarily know what their life was like before we knew them, how they were raised. We don't know what their morning was like, what happened at home. There are so many things that we don't know that stop us from being forgiving. And we just assume things. Have you ever talked to yourself? Have you ever had a conversation with someone else, but they're not there? You know, you've decided what they're going to say for them. <laughs> oh, now did it? Or is it back on? Okay, I thought it out. Um, but, you know, I know I've done that. It's like, well, if I go to say something to someone, well, they're going to say this, and I'm going to say that. And, you know, and, and all of a sudden, I'm talking to them. I, haven't, I have not talked to them, but so it's not the way to go about about doing it you know you know we're we're told in the bible we're to go we're to go to our brother if we have something we're supposed to go straight to him aren't we um you know when we talk to god and ask him to bless someone it helps us to understand what they're going through now prayer is a process of us speaking to god and we can because of the holy spirit does God know everything? Shake your head up and down. Absolutely yes. He does know everything. So if we start talking to God and asking him, what, what do I need to do, Lord? What do I need to say? What do I need to do? And how do I need to pray for this person? The spirit that lives within us as a Christian can start showing us what we need to do. So, what what do we need to do? You know, we're told, you know, for a long time there was these bracelets and pendants and everything. WWJD, what would Jesus do? Well, we have that. When Jesus was on the cross... What were his words? In fact, it was a, the third to the last thing. You know, he, the very last thing was, you know, I render my spirit to you. And But the third to the last thing was, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. People make mistakes all the time because they don't know they're making the mistake, don't they? People hurt our feelings all the time and they don't realize they're hurting our feelings. Things happen to, you know, the person that cuts you off on the way here or on the way home and we don't know why they're rushing. We don't know if they just got a phone call that a family member is in the hospital and you need to get there quickly. We don't know that, do we? That may be why they're rushing so hard, so fast. So, we need to learn to forgive. But even in that, what was Jesus' example? He was praying for us. He was doing something for us. He was, for, he, he was actively suffering and dying for our sins. And he was forgiving us. 
because each one of us, if we were transported back in time and were there at that time, we would have been screaming, crucify him just like everybody else. And we can't say we wouldn't because even his disciples denied him. So if he can forgive us, knowing fully well what we were going to do, we have to be willing to forgive others, don't we? So, that's it for today. Um, it's one of those things that, and, and I know for me, you know, I, I think all of us struggle with it. I, I know I do, I do at times, it's like, you know, I can flare up, you know, it's like, you know, I just get angry or, you know, whatever. And it's like, you know, you got to calm down. But when, when you really look at it from the standpoint of Jesus's perspective, you know, they don't know what they're doing. They don't, I, I don't know why they did it, you know. I have to forgive them for my sake. Because if I don't forgive them, he's not going to forgive me. So, and those coals that would be heaped on their head would probably be, be transferred here. And I don't want that. All right. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we just thank you so much for your word. Lord, we thank you for your forgiveness. We thank you for the fact that you loved us so much that you were willing to send your son to endure 33 years on this earth during a time of, of great persecution, but also, Lord, you know, just those last few days, the few time of, of the torture and all that, that he had to go through. But, but Lord, we just we thank you for that forgiveness because we know without that, that one day, whether it be because of a virus, a car accident, or anything else, we are going to stand before you. And because of him, we will be able to enter into, into heaven with you. And we so greatly appreciate that. So, Father, we just ask that you be with us as... As your disciples here, Lord, we ask that as we go out through these next few weeks, as our world is going through a time of, of turmoil, of fear, Lord, help us to be a light to people, to show them that we don't have to live in fear, that we have a God who is in control. It doesn't mean nothing will happen to us. It doesn't mean that we are invincible. But it does mean that we have eternal security in you. So, Lord, we just thank you for your blessings to us. I thank you for everyone who is able to, to come today. Lord, those that stayed home for whatever reason, you know, some who, who are, are currently sick with whatever. This is the time of, of, of year for allergies and many other things. So we just ask your blessings upon each person uh, as we get ready to leave here. In Jesus' name, amen.